Welcome to the WFUV's What's What. It's Monday, December 19th. What's What is a daily podcast that explores current events, culture, news, and hot topic issues in New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut. And it includes features and interviews exclusively from WFUV. I'm Megan Oftermat. And I'm Robin Shannon. Let's see What's What in the city. Uber and Lyft drivers are going on strike today in New York. They're protesting a New York State Supreme Court judge's decision to temporarily prevent pay raises that were supposed to go into effect today. The pay increase was approved by the New York City Taxi and Limousine Commission last month, but Uber filed a lawsuit last week to block the pay bump. This morning, drivers rallied in front of the courthouse in downtown Manhattan before making their way to the Uber headquarters. The TLC is expected to appeal the judge's ruling, but rideshare drivers won't have their day in court until the end of January at the earliest. New York City is expecting busloads of asylum seekers all this week. This comes after a rule called Title 42 that will be lifted on Wednesday. The order had allowed the federal government to turn away migrants from the U.S.-Mexico border. But as that rule is set to end, Mayor Adams says New York City could receive over a thousand asylum seekers each week. But that's going to be a problem for city resources. Mayor Adams says New York's shelter system is currently full and there is no money no staff, and no more space. And Adam says without more help from the federal government, programs New Yorkers rely on could be cut. The mayor isn't the only one concerned. The city council is looking into what to do with the influx of migrants. There's an all-day hearing today with members from the Department of Health, Education, Emergency Management, and Immigrant Affairs. The January 6th committee wraps up its investigation today, and their recommendations don't look good for former President Trump nor his closest allies. The committee is accusing Trump of insurrection, obstruction of an official proceeding, and conspiracy to defraud the federal government. They say his words provoked some of his followers to attack the Capitol last year in order to stop Joe Biden from becoming president. The committee's referrals carry no real legal weight, but they are recommendations for the Justice Department to take further action. Governor Hochul has signed a bill into law that will ban the sale of dogs, cats, and rabbits from retail pet stores in New York. The goal of the legislation is to prevent pet stores from working with out-of-state puppy mills. But pet store owners are worried the measure could put at least 80 stores out of business. While New Yorkers won't be able to window shop for puppies and kittens anymore, pet stores will be able to showcase animals from shelters who are available for adoption. Megan? For 25 years, I've wondered why Jack didn't just climb up on that floating door with Rose at the end of Titanic. Why? Well, Robin, today is certainly your lucky day because we finally have an answer to that question. That is also one of the most widely debated scenes in recent movie history. Director James Cameron had a scientific study done. So Cameron took two stunt people who were the same body mass as Kate and Leo, hooked them up to sensors, put them in ice water, and tested to see whether they could have survived through a variety of methods. And the answer was Jack would have still died. And now everyone will get to see Cameron's experiment on... Yep, that's right. Valentine's Day. It's going to air on National Geographic before Titanic is re-released in theaters. Sadly, singer-songwriter Shirley Eckerd has died from cancer. Eckerd recorded 18 albums, and actually she was a musical prodigy who was self-taught on nearly a dozen instruments. But her most iconic song is Something to Talk About from Bonnie Raitt's 1991 album, Luck of the Draw.
Shirley Eckert was 67. Well, fans in New York City joined the billions who watched Argentina best France to win the World Cup yesterday. And Megan, you were one of them, right? I sure was, Robin. I was literally on the edge of my seat the entire time. It was a big win for Argentina and for their star player, Lionel Messi, who walked away with the Golden Ball Award and the first World Cup win of his illustrious career. It was honestly a thrilling game. They were tied up at three apiece after the game went into extra time. Argentina ultimately came out on top during penalty kicks, winning 4-2, to but not before France's Kylian Mbappe could score a hat trick to surpass Messi's goal count. He went on to win the Golden Boot Award, and he'll almost certainly make history in future World Cup finals. The United States, Mexico, and Canada will host the next World Cup in 2026. Sounds like fun. If you're looking for a fun holiday activity in the Bronx, consider the holiday train show at the New York Botanical Garden. WFUV's Christina Lulich has more on the show and NYBG Glow's outdoor display of colorful lights that can get anyone into the holiday spirit. When you enter the New York Botanical Garden, you can navigate through the greenery into the Haupt Conservatory. In this space, you're able to comfortably experience a winter wonderland as you watch model trains pass through recreations of famous New York landmarks like the Statue of Liberty and Rockefeller Center. You're confronted with smells of bark and cinnamon sticks because everything except the trains are made out of plants. You know, the holiday train show has a very unique and special charm. There is a reason that generations of families come back year after year for this holiday tradition here in New York. And so I think there's a draw that is, uh, it's, a, it's a magical experience for families. That was Jennifer Bernstein, president and CEO of the Botanical Garden. It's been 31 years since the holiday train show was first introduced to the Botans. Applied Imagination is the company that's responsible for creating all the installations. Laura Bussey-Dolan is the CEO and president. I can think of really no better job than one that brings joy to people. You know, it's just, it's a different way of looking at plant material through architectural form, kind of surrounds you in this joyous feeling of a celebration of New York City. A new feature of this year's exhibition is an updated model of an old fan favorite. The George Washington Bridge has new lights placed with the suspension cables on the bridge, just like the original. It's also made out of willow, a plant that helps with soil erosion when it's cut down. This installation took artists roughly a thousand hours to complete. But the holiday festivities don't end there. When you step outside of the conservatory, you're met with pulsating energy-efficient lights that dance from blue to green to red with whimsical instrumental music playing in the background, all to make you feel like you're visiting an enchanted garden. It's NYBG Glow's third year of putting on awe-inspiring outdoor displays. And if you're feeling hungry, you can stop by a pop-up and enjoy some foods that may not be considered Christmas classics. Carlos Palafox from Peros Locos is a good example of that. We have uh, the Mexa Brosa, which is all beef, uh, sausage. We have uh, pork and beef, and we have bacon. They're all um, handmade, and they're super delicious. We were just so, so uh, enthusiastic about doing this uh, holiday train show in the beautiful botanical garden. Feel free to take part in all the Botans has to offer and learn more about the plants that are featured even after the holidays. The holiday train show will be on view until the middle of January. I'm Christina Lulich, 
WFUV News. That was WFUV's Christina Lulich at the NYBG's Holiday Train Show in the Bronx. And that's our show for today. I'm Robin Shannon. And I'm Megan Oftermat. Check back with us tomorrow at 3 o'clock for more news, music, culture, and sports. And tell your friends so they can find WFUV's What's What at WFUVnews.org and wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs>